from the Grexley Studios at the Catholic TV Center, it's the K&J Show with your hosts, Kevin and Jay. Hi everyone, this is the K&J Show and I'm here with Kevin, I'm Jay, and uh, this is a program, a podcast. We're new to this, so we'll see how we do, but it's uh, it's light, right, Kevin? That's right, Jay. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's uh, it's just, um, you know, talking about different things, different themes, uh, talking about life, and, uh, you know, a lot of things that come up, and, you know, maybe the, the lighter side of some things, too, as well, because it's always good to be able to uh, look at things, to laugh, and... Uh, you know, there's so much, <laughs> there's so much messiness in the world, isn't it? We're nice? going to clean it up. Isn't it nice to laugh a little bit? You know, <laughs> we're going to clean it up a little bit <laughs> with our words of wisdom. <laughs> and, and so people know we're both we're both fathers. You have two kids. I have three kids. So I win. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right off the bat. Right off the bat, we're in and a I competition. Have, and I have I have one older and one younger. Okay. Actually, yeah. I have two are older than yours children. So James right, and Amelia yes. are older. Yeah. Yes. Than both yeah. your kids. Yeah. Um, Emily's close to James, yeah. age-wise. And Andrew and Ethan are close. Yeah, I think they're like a year apart. Right. Yeah. Okay. So so we're dads who both work uh, at the same place. We work at Catholic TV. Um, we're very different people, I think. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> you seem very happy about that. <laughs> uh, are you happy that we're both very I'm different gonna people? I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. <laughs> All right, so what's our topic today? What are we going to talk about? Well, Jay, we thought we'd, we'd talk about something very exciting um, and something I think everyone can relate to when they look back on their careers, their life, uh, all the jobs that they've had, all the different jobs and, and, and places where they worked throughout the course of their life. And it's always fun to look back and see where you have come from. Maybe. And the experiences that you have uh, with the many jobs that you had that led to where you are now. Did you have a lot of jobs? I had a lot of jobs. I had a lot, too. So why don't we do this? Why don't we go back and forth instead of going through the litany? Because I've had so many jobs. Yes. Yeah, uh, many jobs. You well, know, we, I mean, you know what we could do? We could start with um, phases in life. You okay. know, like, so childhood jobs. People and, can tell we've really worked this yeah. out before we start the podcast. <laughs> We're working through it, people, as we go. You are some of the producers, yeah. You know, we, we, sh- we should mention people, you know, if they want to comment and stuff uh, or, you know, throw out some of the jobs, the interesting jobs that they might have. They can uh, go to uh, <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> Why don't they go to thisistheday.com? Sure, sure. This is the day. Yeah. This is the day altogether. dot com. I'm sure. And you can leave comments. Yeah. How's that? When this thing's because you have no idea when this show this. takes off, Jay, we'll have our own like little podcast thing. Uh, you know, you uh, know, your terminology <laughs> is right on target. I think I think you've got the terminology down. This thing, some some place where people can make comments for this show. Uh, that's what's going to happen. Do we have a chalkboard in here and chalk? Is that what we're down to? We will talk about technology maybe on another show. Maybe that's not right now. Maybe that's one of the jobs you had clapping erasers. Speaking of chalkboard, Kevin, I forgot about that. I loved that (laughs) when I was a kid. In now, I I had to go to two different schools as a as a young elementary school because I have dyslexia. Oh, okay. And when I was younger, 
which was many years ago, they didn't know how to treat dyslexia. So the school I was in didn't have special education. Now everyone has special education. I think most kids are on IEPs or, or, or some type of plan. But when I was a kid, they didn't have it. But one of the schools in the town did. So I had to move to this other school. And a matter of fact, so my, sister, so my mother moved me and my sister. And it was a few miles away, and they didn't have a bus. So we had to walk to school every day. But I remember when I was in the I've, first... I've heard that line before. No, but it really, it yeah. really was. And, and, you know, the difference between today and years ago, when I would walk to school, I would walk through neighborhoods, but then there was this one part of the walk where it stopped, and it was a dirt road that went through the woods probably for about a quarter to a half a mile. And I, a lot of times, would walk by myself. And I'm now in fourth, this was fourth through sixth grade, or fourth and fifth grade, I'm sorry, fourth and fifth grade. Well, how many kids now would their parents allow them to walk alone to school or through this woods when you're, mm-hmm. and for me, I was very young. I started, I started college at 17, so I was a young kid. So in the fourth and fifth grade, I was just nine, 10 years old. Yeah. But yeah. that was the way of the world back then. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I went kind of off track. But I Something about clapping erasers. I, I, so in third grade, <laughs> and first through third grade, that was the big thing mm-hmm. because you didn't have these easy boards. So I would go out. I loved clapping the erasers, and the kids got in trouble because they would clap the erasers on the wall. You weren't on, on the brick wall. Oh, uh, yeah. We're not allowed to do that's that. That's a faux pas, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a thing of honor at our schools. Like a, So a, you never did it? Uh, yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you know, if you were uh, being good or, you know, you were in favor with it, uh, in the teacher's favor, then you would get to clap the erasers. But uh, I loved it. Yeah. Because I, I was a very energetic kid, which yeah. probably is not a surprise to people. And I love to just get outside. Should we explain to our younger viewers what an eraser is and a chalkboard? I'm, I <laughs> bet there's not a younger viewer who is listening to this. Who, it was, but, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that was kind of a joke. I don't know. Are there chalkboards in school still? I, yeah, I don't s- think the, there are. They're smart boards, they call them. Yeah, they. Uh, <clears throat> there you are with that I technology know. speak again. Yeah, that is a that is a word. Uh, yeah, nope. I don't see. Uh, you know, I'm sure there's some chalkboards still around and stuff. Did but. you ever have a teacher who got mad and threw the chalk at the board because of the class? Uh, yes, yeah. I did too. Yeah, and yeah. that's when you had to quiet down. Yeah. Um, or you were hoping that you could clap those erasers. I, I think she was trying to aim the chalk at you, but she missed <laughs> and hit the chalkboard. When I was in fourth grade, there was a sign on the wall, and I will never forget, and I have never forgotten it to this day. And I used to always look at the clock because I wanted class to end. <laughs> I just wanted to get out. And a teacher put up there, clock watches beware, time passes, will you? <laughs> never for- I did pass wow. that course, by the way, wow. but I'll never forget, never forget it. All right, so, yeah. That was so the erasers. One of the yeah. Well, I mean, I, I yeah. guess the first job that I um, theoretically ever had was a, a paper route. Oh, and, you did uh, that? I never yeah. did that. Yeah, we probably in like uh, I started probably around fourth grade, and um, this was a paper route. Then my old, I had three older brothers, so a lot of my jobs came from my brothers. <laughs> it was handed down to you <laughs> yeah. over the years. So uh, yeah, I started delivering papers, and and back then, believe it or not, Jay, they had two editions. Uh, we we delivered the Boston Globe, and they had two editions. They had a morning and evening edition, 
So we would uh, deliver the evening edition after school. Um, really? It, yeah, yeah. Wow. And then uh, we, we did the morning. I think there was only morning on the weekends. So it did Saturday and Sunday too. But uh, Get big tips <clears> at <throat> Christmas? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my parents. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, uh, you know, the other thing about delivering papers too, you um, actually would get in a relationship with some of these people and then you would become their shovelers during the winter. So, That's not uh, bad though because you got paid for that. That was one too, of my uh, jobs I was going to bring up. Yeah, yeah. Me but, and Rick Mosley. We would yeah. we would go around and we would not tell people what we were charging. We would just <laughs> we would hope that they would be kind and give us oh, you know wow, pass. So wow. we'd go to the door and we'd knock and we'd say, "Do you want us?" And, and you never see this again. Another thing you never see. And we'd say, "Do you want us to shovel your driveway?" And and how much? Well, you know, you you just can give us what you think. So during the blizzard of '78, yeah, the I blizzard of '78, we went out and we shoveled. And as you know, there was about three feet of snow. Yeah. And we did this one driveway that was huge, and the woman was kind enough to give us 75 cents each. Oh, my. <laughs> and even as a young child, we, Rick and I were both in high school back then. We still talk about it today, to this day, Yeah. Uh, because we did my mom's driveway, my mom and my dad, and they gave us 20 bucks. And that still wasn't enough for that for that snowstorm. But yeah. I loved – Rick and I would go everywhere shoveling driveways. Yeah. Well, I mean, I you know, it was good to make the money uh, – but you know, we, we we delivered the papers, and then you have to go back out and, and shovel. And we, we had a lot of, we had a two paper. Are you whining? Yeah, now? I am. I am basically I had a tough childhood. Uh, <laughs> I we, hope I hope your parents are listening right now. We our family actually had two paper routes, Jay. So we had one that was uh, uh, closer to around us, and then the other one was uh, across the street up the other's uh, uh, neighborhoods. So. Uh, there was some distance involved, you know, a lot of walking around, and then we had we had a, we had several people that we had to shovel out, and you know, you kind of several several you might not have yeah, wanted to shovel yeah. out, and you kind of wanted to just enjoy the show uh, the snow. Uh, oh, see, I like the money, and uh, yeah, yeah no, Rick and I, no, Rick and I were out there to make money. It was good, you know, to, <clears throat> but you know, it was a lot of, a lot of work, but uh, that, that was one of the first things. I I had uh, I did landscaping. I mean, yeah. as a kid myself, I had a couple of yards. One was my grandparents, and one was their neighbors, um, who were great people, uh, older people. Um, and what would happen was I would mow his grass, and he was in his mid to eight eighties then. Um, uh, Mr. Cagliano and Mrs. Cagliano always gave me milk and cookies afterwards. <laughs> oh, she was wonderful, and he was wonderful. But he would come out, and he would he had his cane. And he would point to places that I missed. And I'm sure to this day that I did not miss those places, <laughs> but I still went back over it. And then my grandfather always liked new inventions. Now, now picture this, Kevin. So he gets a lawnmower that has no wheels. It it's, rides on air. So I would be trying. I've only, I only use it like twice. It's, it's one of the most dangerous things ever <laughs> built in the history of the world. So I would use it, and it would swing back and forth. And if there was any type of little bump, it would go flying up in the air wow. with the blades just purring and then come back down and scalp the gla- uh, grass. And uh, But I would do that, and, and I'd go around the neighbors and, and cut their lawns, too. 
That's wild. I've never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. no, and it's a good reason you never heard of it. <laughs> never really cut, took off, did it? <laughs> no, it took off. It certainly took off, but not in the right way. Imagine that someone made a lawnmower that was on air, and it would fly all over the place. It was like a hover lawnmower. It was a hover lawnmower, but it hovered into the, I mean, and here I am at that point. I'm probably 14 years old, 15, 13, right around there. I, I don't know exactly. And, and I've got this dumb lawnmower. That really could have killed me. Yeah, it could have easily, it could, or, or someone else. Did you have one? Of, so for our house, uh, we used to have the push lawnmower that uh, we, you know, I lawn, I did the our yard, which was very small, so it wasn't too bad. But we had a push lawnmower. Yeah, no, we never my, had a, an electric one or. No, my parents had the push lawnmower gas. too, and um, oh, you mean it? It wasn't gas. No. You mean no. it was one of those yeah, it was old? A, it was the old blades. You you know, push it. How in, old are you? Ninety five. What did you even have a car? We, or did you have a horse? We didn't have much money back then, Jay. Do you know what, Kevin? And all on it, I have one of those now. Oh, do you? I don't yeah. use it. Yeah. I use it because it's an antique. <laughs> but I have one. Could no. be worth something. Yeah. No, we had a really small. Do they yard. work? Do those uh, work? Oh yeah, yeah. But really? it's a little harder because you. <laughs> You're doing it all by physical strength. Yeah. I can't believe you actually had one of those, <laughs> yeah. and that you admitted it. Yeah. You know, both of those, both of those, crazy. Sure, a lot of the uh, <laughs> middle-aged people out there who are older would know that. No, no, <laughs> you might be the only one listening right now who actually used that. <laughs> now, thank wow. God, thank God, we didn't have a big yard. Yeah. What was your next job? Well, I actually I caddied. I was a caddy at the Country Club in Brookline. Oh, that's beautiful club. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Wasn't the yeah. Open there? Uh, yes, the U.S. Open was dear. Curtis Strange won that back in '88, uh, I believe. Um, what is this now? A sports show? All yeah, of a sudden, we've become yeah, a sports or, show. Well, this is. Uh, it's. Uh, I, you know, I'm trying to think now. If this is the oldest country club in the in the country, but uh, you know, Francis we met is the um, caddy that uh, you know actually won. Yeah, that's a great movie. Uh, yeah, but for the, um, love, for the love of the game. Yeah, this is a beautiful golf course, and and for them it was unfortunate because they were very nice and they let us play the course uh the mondays was caddy day so you could play the course and l- literally w- we ripped the course up it would probably take them like the next two days to fix all the- <laughs> they used to have a caddy tournament every year as well too so there's a lot of- it's kind of like caddy shack uh, that movie yeah caddy yeah shack. exactly exactly <laughs> but I-, I did not like caddying um, really yeah, why not um, well you know it, it was tough so the the country club is in brookline and we used to have a we rode our. I lived in West Roxbury, so um, you know it's not that far away. But it, it, you you had to ride your bike there, and then uh, most of the time you do doubles, um, which is two bags. You get ten bucks a bag. That's good money. Uh, yeah, you could have you, you could have cut the grass with you with your push <laughs> thing there. Uh, but it was it was tough work. You know, we did it in the summer. Yeah. And it was hot, and you're carrying two bags and stuff. And not not everybody there was. You know exactly the nicest. You know they were well, some nice people. You're a kid. You know, yeah. I mean, you're a kid, yeah. and they're out there to have some, yeah. enjoy themselves. So yeah. I'm sure that uh, it wasn't always. Uh, listen, I I worked at a golf course, but I'm going to combine it to three because I did three things at the golf course. I never yeah. caddy, but and again uh, with Steve Joyle, who used to work here. Yeah, I worked inside setting up for weddings and and all oh, yeah. of that. The functions. Um, the the one thing I loved about that job is they fed us uh, lunch. So whatever they would have for the functions, we would get. Yeah. Uh, the one thing I didn't like about the job, and it was really hard because just moving tables and chairs all the time, is we had to strip the, the dance floor. And in those days, again, they 
they'd use all these chemicals, but you'd have no masks or anything, and your uh-huh. lungs would burn. So that I'm around to even do this podcast wow. is a miracle. Wow. You could just literally drop dead in. Yeah. And then with Rick Mosley again, you're gonna Rick might be a recurring theme in all of these podcasts <laughs> because we grew up together and are best friends. So with Rick, um, we uh, we were greenskeepers. Oh yeah, yeah, and and we had the same thing where we could go out. We couldn't play the main course. It was Blue Hills Country Club, which is another nice course. They have had the LPGA there. Um, we had to use the Challenger course, which was a nine-hole golf course for challenged people like me. <laughs> and uh, but I remember once we we're getting ready for a big tournament, and I cut the greens. And so you had this machine, and you used your feet, and it would pick up the blades. Oh, yeah. Well, I would also collect golf balls. As I'd go around, you'd empty the grass, there's a golf ball. Well, you know, I golf, so I want the golf ball. So I'd take the golf ball and I'd put it in. Unfortunately, people were still playing with the golf ball. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, not at this time <laughs> because we'd start really early. So now a big tournament's coming up, a huge tournament. So I go out there, I'm cutting, you know, you, you come to the end, you pick up the blades, but you don't stop. You just pick up the blades, you turn. I think you can see where this is going. Well, a golf ball gets caught under the, under the, uh, the foot pedal to lift the blades. And I go right into the apron, and now the now the green has this in the apron. This I cut the apron. Now I have to tell the golf pro, yeah, uh, the, who, who who is in charge of of the, the greens. He is livid at me. Yeah, he is so angry. He goes out, and 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 as he's going out, you can see because. The color of the grass is not the same as the green because the green is meant for that, but the apron isn't. So you see this beautiful green, and then you see this yellow (laughs) going out that made it look like a lollipop. Wow. Yeah. And then the third thing I did at the— You you still kept your job after that? I did because I think I was a pretty good worker, Okay. and it was a mistake. We used to actually sneak down to that golf course in the winter and would jump the fence, Rick again and I. And we would go, go sledding. sledding. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Golf courses are the best to sled at. Yeah. But, and the third one was I was a uh, ballet co- uh, parker at that golf course. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that was great money. And you worked really hard for probably the hour before and the hour when it was over. In between, you just hang out with the cars. Wow. And yeah. you got to drive great cars. Yeah. And I did that yeah. with Steve Joyle. Wow. And I think Rick Mosley did that too. Wow. So, That's great, yeah. yeah. I actually had another job off of that golf course as well. I was um, a skeet boy. A what? A I don't s- even know what that is. A skeet boy. Uh, I worked at the skeet uh, range. Were they shoot? Uh, yes. Yeah. So they had Were a, you a target? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank God there wasn't that bad of shooters there. Um, but yeah, no. So every winter they um, opened up the, the, um, the skeet um, fields, and they was t- there were two fields, and uh, me and my brother would work the. Um, what would you yeah. do? So you you, you uh, load the clay pigeons and then you you go out um, w- when uh, the people would go out to shoot they yell pull and then you hit the button uh, so we had two houses you had the main house in the middle and um, it would serve like as the high house for one field and the low house for the other field so you have shots coming from uh, a low house and shots coming uh, clay pigeons f- flying out from low and Doesn't high. Doesn't sound safe. Uh, yeah, no, you're, you're, you're around there. So, uh, they would have tournaments and stuff. It was tough. It was, is cause you're, you're, it was in the winter. So, uh, really? you, yes, we'd go out and, you know, we'd be freezing. Uh, and then they had a little hut there with the uh, fire and stuff. I did that for a few winters. How did you actually. get paid for that? Uh, and they just pay for the no tips. Your hours and stuff. No, no, not for, t- no tips for that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a, you know, I shouldn't say that. Now, like at Christmas, I think uh, some of the shooters did give you a, 
a few extra bucks, yeah. Um, but it was well. I think it's a win if you make it through yeah, the day. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know the toughest thing because you're you're keeping score as well. So you're out there. There's a lot to do. You're out there. You're you're, you're pressing the button. You're you're keeping the score. Um, and then in between rounds, you'd have to go and load the machines. That's the trick too, because the the main the middle house, which had the two floors to it, uh, you made sure that you didn't go around uh, while there was another round going on the other course because, you know, you don't want to catch a flying bullet. <laughs> no, no, I, I would say that's correct. <laughs> and then we uh, uh, we would pick up, uh, actually have to pick up the shells at the end of the day as well too. But I did that with um, my brother for a, a few winters there. That was at the country club as well. So you got a lot of work out of that country club. We did, yeah, yeah. And, and, and now I worked at a... Uh, package store, just um, moving um, the kegs around, stocking shelves. Sure. Uh, and during the summer, uh, there was no air conditioning in this package store. So during the summer, you always wanted to go into the cooler. Oh, yeah. But yeah, you wanted to be stocking the cooler because in the cooler, it was really cold. So it wasn't like in Hogan's Hero when they say, Colonel Hogan, 30 days in the cooler. No, no, it's a little <laughs> different than that. Okay. You wanted the 30 days in the cooler. <laughs> And a, a nice man owned the, uh, the store, and um, I enjoyed it. At one summer, I had three jobs in a row. Yeah. Uh, I, at the same time. One was valet parking. Yeah. Um, one was a gas station. I worked at a gas You ever work at a gas station? Uh, no, I have not. I got robbed twice. Wow. Got robbed once by gunpoint. Did you put up uh, a fight or anything, or did you just give? Well, you know? one time I didn't know I got robbed till he robbed me. Yeah. Uh, I was outside, and he jimmied open the... Um, cash register, yeah. stole all the money and ran out. The second time, uh, it was cold. I was working by myself. It was right on 138 in Canton. Yeah. So it's, and right, that's right near 95. Yeah. yeah. So it's, so what happened is the guy came in and, and I'm in there and he pulls a gun and he said, give me your money. Wow. And I looked at him and these young ladies had driven up to the pump. Yeah. And I, you know, you, you don't know what you're doing. So I start looking out at them and I start saying, not saying it, but mouthing it, I'm getting robbed. Yeah. I'm getting robbed. And the guy's right in front of me. Yeah. So so I open up the cash register. I take out the money, but we had money underneath. You would always put, once you had $100, so if you had 520s, you'd put it underneath. I shut the cash register and said, that's it. Now, this isn't my money. Yeah. And I, so it was a dumb thing to do, but, so then he said, get in the back. And he told me if I moved, he would, it would not be good for me. He didn't, yeah. he used different terminology, but that's yeah. what he said. Wow. And, um, yeah. And so there was a, a metal pole. And I was thinking I could pick up the metal pole and try to throw it at him. <laughs> I thought better of that, yeah. thankfully. So he goes out and he, he leaves. He takes off in his car. I run out and I say to the girls, uh, I just got robbed. They said, what? I just got robbed. <laughs> and they said, back up. I back up and they take off. So oh. they take off. So I call the police. Well, my dad is a firefighter, or was yeah. a firefighter at that time. And he hears on the scanner, armed robbery at the Shell gas station. Yeah. Before the police arrive, I see this fire truck <laughs> come screaming up to the Shell gas station. It's my dad <laughs> who, who jumps out. No one else is with him. He jumped in the fire truck and came down. Was he, he carrying an axe? He was not. No, but he, are, you okay? are you okay? Yeah, I said, yeah. I'm okay. Well, it turns out this guy's a career criminal. So they caught him. The girls got the information. They get back. So they, they, they took off to chase the guy. To get his information, wow, get the plate wow, and all this. Wow. So they, there was a big chase. It ended up on the news. 
big chase. They chase him into um, a, uh, a tunnel, a train tunnel, and he's hiding. The police dog in him. So then they bring me to identify him. And there's supposed to be a two-way mirror. This is just, it, it was just a disaster. So they bring me in, and they bring me in the wrong room. They bring me in the room where he is. So now I'm here with him. And uh, he ended up, uh, he, since he was a career criminal and had been wanted in other places, he was, he was in jail for life. Wow. Yeah, wow. that was a scary one. But I were yeah, so I worked at a gas station. Hard work. Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, we... Beat that one, Kevin yeah, Nelson. no, I... Well, I, my next thing was the uh, donut shop, Anna's Donut Shop, which I... Did you make donuts? Which I worked through high school and college. Really? Yeah. Did you make donuts? I did. You know, I, t- I technically was not the baker. I, I fried donuts. I finished donuts. Um, I made muffins, uh, but I... What was I, your favorite I, thing I, to make? Um, well, I, I didn't mind frying. I was the fryer, uh, and that was one of my, I had that, did that most of the time for, for the years that I were, was there. And then, uh, you know, it was interesting making, um, muffins as well. Uh, we, we incorporated muffins a little later on in my career at the donut shop. But oh, really? It was tough. It was tough work. You had to be in at uh, three o'clock during the weekend. So kind of ruined well, social life uh, of your high school and college years. You did all right, though. Yeah. <laughs> but I, sometimes I would come in and go, uh, come home and then go right to work because mm-hmm. um, it was at 3 o'clock and, you know, sleep when you get home. It was like 3 to 11 I wore. And, and did you uh, – now, people can't see you because it's a podcast. That's right. But you're a thin guy, so you stayed away from the donuts and muffins? Uh, no, yeah, you know, it's funny. I had like a um, – I had like a thing where I did like um, you know at, at certain points during the day I would ha- have a donut it was like and I made funky donuts I could make different kinds of donuts you know that uh, you know um, you know you mess around you fill in they'd let you invent your own donut yeah I just invent something or what, what would it be called a Nelly <laughs> uh, no but I don't yeah I only have like two or three I, I drank so. So I started drinking coffee when I was 13. Never had a cup in my life. Yeah, so I needed to. You know, you go into 3 o'clock in the morning, you need something to keep you going. So that's where I started. I didn't like coffee at first and uh, then just started drinking it to stay awake. And, Do you still drink a lot uh, of coffee? Oh, yes, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Cafe yeah. Nelson. Yeah. I, that's right. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. Uh, but surprise, I mean, I don't drink a lot. You'd be surprised at how much. Coffee. I, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I want to clarify that. <laughs> but it was an interesting time uh some interesting characters in the donut shop you know it, it could have been a sitcom uh, it could have <laughs> what was the name of it anna's donut shop anna, anna owned it uh it was the um owner's mom's name okay yeah so um and they but i i tell you what best donuts people that when i first started the line would be out the door it was a great location too because it was right down the street from the saint Teresa's. Of Avila. Oh my gosh, Catholic it must have been Church. packed so with all the people. Sundays, yeah, yeah unbelievable. Uh, and they, you know, we, we we made donuts constantly throughout the morning. They would come out hot. I'd be bringing out a hot tray of honey dips, and people would just nothing like a hot their heads donut. would explode. Now, do you? Is it still around? It is. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah but the it's, the uh, the owner. This podcast is brought to you by <laughs> Anna's Donuts. <laughs> the owner sold it. Uh, you know. As I was probably as uh, maybe like a year or two after I left, um, he said, "You know, Kev's not around anymore." Oh, that was it. it. <laughs> yeah, they used to have a, a donut place where I lived. It was called Charlie's Donuts. Best donut. There were lines. 
yeah. there were lines. But then all these other donut places came around and put it out of business. And there was the donuts were bigger. Oh, there were nothing like those homemade. Oh yeah, not, well, not yeah. homemade, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, those no, there's bakeries. Still, there's still a few around, you know. And you oh, uh, and they're so good. I, I always try to support the uh, you know the local donut shop and stuff. You know. Well, you're a, you're a donut man. You know, at the uh, senior year in high school, I did something uh, stupid. Um, to just one, uh, yeah. So I was working uh, at the donut shop. They were all try- always trying to get me to do more hours and things. So I started to work during the week, um, and I also picked up a job that my brother held um, at CM. We went to Catholic Memorial High School, and he used to cook breakfast for the brothers at the brothers' house. So I would go in uh, about five o'clock during the weekdays to work at the donut shop for a couple hours, then I would go straight to the brother's house at CM and make breakfast for them. Then I would change and go to school. And that's where I picked up a nickname in my later years at CM called uh, The Sleeper. Because really? I, would, I would be drifting off in class. That's probably not the nickname <laughs> you want in high school. It's called The Sleeper. <laughs> I mean, there could be worse. But uh, yeah, that was that was How were your little, grades? That was a little too much. Actually, I did better my senior year because I knew I had to <laughs> if I wanted to go to the college. Sleeper. You know, things don't change. I think we call you the sleeper here as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, Kevin, I'm going to ask you a question. So we're a half hour in. Now, we can pick this up in another show or we can continue. What do you think we should do? You know what? I, I think I think we should, yeah, would go to another show because I got a lot more jobs. I do too, I'm just unfortunately. The surface here. Yeah. Well, all right. So we're uh, we hope you enjoyed our, our podcast, the K and J show. Uh, Kevin, I'll let you take us out of this one. Uh, well, well, we appreciate you listening to the podcast today, and uh, we invite you to join us again. We're going to focus a little bit more on the jobs as we head like through, uh, you know, college and right after we graduate college because there's so many more jobs we can talk about. So. Join us again on KNJJ, the next show. <laughs> I almost wow. missed. Well, I got to tell you, they probably can't wait to hear this I next g- show now. I got to write down the name of the show. I almost forgot it. The KNJ Show. Hope you can join us on our next one. Thanks for joining us for the KNJ Show. KNJ is a production of the Grexley Podcast Network. To support our podcast and others like it, please visit patreon.com slash grexley.